This episode and every episode of the Beer Guys Radio Show is brought to you by Ironmonger Brewing. Visit Ironmonger at their tap room in Marietta, Georgia, or online at ironmongerbrewing.com. Open up a tab, grab a seat, and pour a pint. It's time for the Beer Guys Radio Show. You want free beer? Go to the brewery. Dedicated to the art, science, and enjoyment of craft beer. Yeah, what's wrong with the beer we got? Now, here are your hosts, Tim Dennis and Brian Hewitt. And welcome to the Beer Guys Radio Show. We're broadcasting from the Beer Guys Radio Studios. And this week, we're talking with Beerkus Brewing and the Nest Kennesaw, Brian. Yes. It's going to be a good time. I'm Tim Dennis. With me, as always, is my good friend and virus carrier. That's right. Brian Hewitt. I, I don't think I'm carrying it still, just the antibodies. Uh, so joining us today, we have Jillian Francois, the brand acrobat with Birkus, JD, the brewmaster for Birkus, and Matt Cremines, their sales manager. We also have Adam Silverberg with The Nest, as you mentioned earlier. Uh, to mangle a phrase, we're going to talk about beer and circuses and also barbecue. Uh, clowns, trapeze, juggling, but also neat things like fruited colches and Berliners and such. Uh, guys, everybody, thanks for joining us. Thanks for having us. Absolutely. It's yeah, going to be absolutely. a good time. We've got a whole three rings here of fun today, three don't rings. we? We're just going to have <laughs> a, a good time with it. Uh, you know, I should clarify something so I don't scare people about you, Brian. Uh, they yeah, probably already are. But Brian had COVID. <laughs> it is too late. So the virus, he had COVID. He's feeling better now, but... Uh, had to miss last week. If you're listening, get yourself tested because this can be transmitted by by radio waves. Yeah, exactly. As we know, the five yeah. G signals. That's right. Are That's, what's sending it, it, it out just there. flies right over that. That's yeah. like the uh, the jet stream for it COVID. Is for yeah, COVID. It really is. So if you have a five G phone, uh, you're welcome. Brian <laughs> just gave you COVID. <laughs> Hugs so. and kisses, everyone. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. <laughs> awesome, Birkus. We're gonna jump to you in just a minute. We want to talk to Adam real quick about barbecue. Yeah, let's and the do it. the third of July, which is is the third of July or the fourth of July better? Well, so in my book, the fourth of July is for hangovers. Okay, so we're gonna celebrate okay. on the third, and that's what we do in Kennesaw. Big fireworks show at dark, of course. Uh, checked it myself today. It looks like a pretty good ample supply. Uh, I have handled a gator today, fellas. Okay, oh. our gator is here. Our yes. full hog is here. We're ready to smoke and have a good old time. Plus, our collaboration with Reformation Brewing, the um, Nest Best Thing, which is a triple IPA, yes. will be tapped on Sunday morning. That sounds uh, good. Is that the same one, the same collaboration you did last year as well? Yeah, it usually comes out in January when we do okay. our beer dinner with them. Um, for some reason, we didn't use it this year at the beer dinner, and so we're bringing it out now, and okay. it is fantastic. Well, does it pair well with whole smoked gator? I think everything uh, pairs well it with does. whole smoked, it especially does. those Czech pilsners. <laughs> the yeah. Czech pilsners. Czech, Czech. That's Czech. right. Jillian, have you guys ever smoked a whole alligator there at Birkus? I don't think we've ever done an alligator. Okay. Um, yeah. Like a crocodile, maybe? Don't, don't let Paul hear this. Okay. That could, that, that could happen, right? It's quite a sight. <laughs> you know, it's, it is. It really it's is. Something, it's not common here. No. You know, it happens, but when it we went to one of their gator smokes one time and i took a picture and posted it to the internet in like a odd or unusual subreddit on reddit on right? reddit. posted on reddit they're all odd and unusual yeah really. but let me tell you the texas and louisiana came out of the woodwork to tell me this was nothing special they that you're not special georgia with your smoked gator this is what we call saturday afternoon they've got right. them hanging on their walls there they just That's pick it. them off the wall and just smoke mm-hmm. them yeah they come in 12 packs like, like soda where you pull like tissues you pull one out and there's another gator right there yeah but Wait. do they wrap it in bacon that's the question i don't know i don't know how the cajun <laughs> that's really really the key you gotta yeah 
There's probably some sort of turducken abomination that includes I'm sure. a gator. I think I've there. seen a picture of that where they stuffed a turkey into its mouth. And then yeah. The duck oh, that was ours. That. Oh, that was us. Oh, that it, was you. Yeah. Okay. All right. Yeah. You guys did that. See? Okay. Good we'll take that. Yeah. Good. Take that, Texas. Times. That's right. <laughs> awesome stuff. Um, uh, Matt, does Birkus have any big plans for the fourth? I don't know about the fourth in particular. Jillian can probably enlighten you a little bit. Is that Jillian's, that. Jillian's, Jillian's territory market. there? I, I'm, uh, I'm not doing my job very well if I spend too much time in the brewery. Okay. I'm, I'm, I'm making sure JD gets me enough beer to sell the rest of the world. I was going to say, um, you're out there making sure that they're, that folks are buying it, right? Yeah, it's, it's never easy. But, uh, you know, I get to sell beer for a living, so I, I've had worse jobs. That's right. What That's beer it. are people? Are you telling people to buy for the fourth, then? You know, um, uh, we are currently rebranding our light lager, and it's going to crush. Uh, it's going to be a really pretty can, and... That's going to be big, and our cerveza with the fresh squeezed lime juice is, is just so good for the summer right now. Um, I am sold out of it, and JD's got to make more of it. So, JD, we're sorry we didn't realize we were going to get everybody together to pressure you to get back to work here. <laughs> Do so. you need to take a break to brew these things? Right. Just brew. Yeah, Go no, to the tank. <laughs> you know, that's always the case, right? You got to brew every day to try to keep up with everyone. So, no, we've got some more light lager coming out on Monday, fresh out of the filter. So I'll add fresh lime juice, make some cerveza. Uh, that's one of our biggest sellers by far. But, you know, like he said, for the 4th of July, I'm going to try to get out something out of our bright tank, which is some pineapple lager. So that should be nice, a little bit refreshing to go with the barbecue. I'm a Texan there at heart. Go. Okay, so, fair. So I smoke with oak, and here in Kentucky, you can find plenty of used oak in barrels. So if you know what you're doing, maybe you look in that direction a little bit too. Okay, all right. Heads so up there. do you get, if you use a used barrel, do you get some character from that as opposed to just like fresh oak? Oh, absolutely. I mean, there's certainly a devil's cut, so, so yeah. to speak, that you're going to pick up. You know what I mean? Like, there's absolutely some flavor enhancement depending on the toast that they use for what they're aging in the barrel. What you're picking up in the barrel can vary quite a bit. So I've aged some beers in uh, red wine barrels. We've got one on tap right now. And, you know, I haven't smoked with any uh, wine barrel oak. Okay. But okay. I imagine I would get quite a different character out of it. That could be – see, I'm thinking like a light fish with a wine barrel oak, maybe a, a cold smoke, maybe, J.D., and I think oh, that yeah. could bring something okay. nice to the party there. I'm thinking about smoking the malt ahead of time and making a, a rock beer with a with, fair, with fair. barrel used barrel smoked malt. So you, that yeah. I don't think that's been done yet. We're, we're you, just on this fire. This could be you guys. Here, this could be your be uh, your new thing. I like where you're headed. I like where you're yeah. headed. Maybe yeah. we're going to have to have you come up and do a little collab brew with us here. Oh, that's a you don't want to do that, JD. That sounds great. <laughs> you, yeah, there's COVID. no telling what's going to be. You in should there, see right. me on a trapeze. Yes. Like, yes. There he is, and there he went. <laughs> that's Brian adds the hops with a triple backflip off the upper exactly bar. Exactly right yeah. on a unicycle. Yeah. If you bring the alligator, we'll we'll make the beer. We've got a party one, man. That's going to be great. This is going to be fantastic. What are you guys doing tomorrow? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well, Tim, I think it's time for us to get into the beers of the week. Brian, as always, we got a great list of beers to get into. So we have one here from uh, a local brewery, Good Word Brewing, which if you've listened to the show, you've heard us t- rave about them a lot. This is a collaboration with Stan Hieronymus, and it's no wooden shoes. And one reason we thought this is appropriate is the label has, we believe they're clowns, could be carnival, which I guess that would still be clowns, right, Adam? 
Uh, yeah, that's we're deciding, but I we mean, thought it was appropriate it talking festive. with uh, Birkus that this was uh, an appropriate one to get into. Is that a bathing suit? It's like I'm Could be. In the middle. Possible. I don't know. Hmm. I mean, we'll I decide. That, but... We'll decide. We'll put <laughs> we'll put that up on social media so everyone can chime in there on uh, on what they think that is. Okay. But uh, we also from three taverns, and we did a little live interview on our Facebook page, Brian, uh, with Brian uh, Purcell from Three Taverns about Pills and Liberation which is a collaboration that they did uh, with uh, Pilsner Urquell. That's right. So a very cool beer that they've got there. They went over to the Czech Republic and did some brewing there, and then this was uh, inspired by collaboration. I don't believe they came over here, but it's kind of the American, the stateside version. Their take on it, yeah, that they that could do that collaboration. Here. And we're doubling down. We don't do this a lot, but we're going to feature another Three Tavern beer because we think it is phenomenal. Uh, Three Tavern Martyrs Breast Stout. Adam, you had that one? I have not. It is a barrel-aged stout with Tonka. And vanilla beans. Tonka beans and vanilla beans in there. Released right now. Yeah. It's we got cans, man. It's going to be good. And from our friends at Highland Brewing, I want to thank them. They sent us their new IPA, Hazy Heights. So we're going to get into that. JD, are you familiar with Tonka beans? Uh, Not particularly, no. I mean, I know what they are, but I cannot say I've ever had a beer with Tonka beans. Phenomenal cinnamon notes from these beans. And apparently... In large quantities, they were not allowed to be used in the U.S. for a while. Yeah. For uh, because there is – what is it, Brian? Is it a toxicity? There's or? a toxicity to it. Yeah, they can cause some issues, hemorrhaging and whatnot. Apparently, it's basically the MSG for brewing right now. So, like, it's not really good for you. Don't use a lot <laughs> of it. I thought that was that it great makes, must stuff. Was oh, you're MSG right. That's brewing. the MSG. Well, this is the new one. <laughs> I'm in either one. way. Let's you're, do it. You're All in right. either way. Okay. So not great for you, which is the Martyr's Tears as a reference to that. But, yeah, it's uh, it really enhances flavor a great deal with very small beans. Well, it's good, but we need to take a break. We're going to be back very soon. This is Beer Guys Radio. We're going to talk to Birkus Brewing. It's great to see our community coming back to life. The cold weather is fading away, and it's time to enjoy the greatest patio in Kennesaw. Join us at The Nest and spend some time with family, have a beer with a neighbor, or simply celebrate the end of another day. Make a reservation at thenestkennesaw.com for Sunday brunch and enjoy an overloaded Bloody Mary. At The Nest, you'll find smiling faces, great barbecue, and 48 taps of local craft beverages. Don't forget, our outdoor space is perfect for your four-legged best friend. We look forward to seeing you soon at The Nest. Follow the Beer Guys on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. Boy, that escalated quickly. I mean, that really got out of hand fast. Now, back to the Beer Guys Radio Show. Welcome back to the Beer Guys Radio Show. Remember, all episodes are available on demand. So if you miss the broadcast, get the podcast. Beer Guys Radio is available on the Podcast Park and all popular and unpopular podcasting apps. Now let's get back to Beer Kiss Brewing. Beer Kiss Brewing. So, Jillian, I imagine this is going to be a question for you. Uh, we were introduced to your brewery by Jason Sleeman. Jason Sleeman's a friend here locally who knows Paul, the founder. Uh, Jason is a brewery lender, so if you're listening, yep. you need money for your brewery, look up Jason Sleeman. You'll find him out there. But we got that intro there, and Jason's like, this brewery's got a cool story. You need to check them out. So talk to Paul. I'm not even going to try there. Jillian, what is the origin story of Birkus Brewery? Oh, man. Um, it's When you hear it from Paul, yeah, it's it's a novel and a half, you know, it goes way back to uh, a circus in, in Belgium and, and an origin story over there. 
Um, but really, uh, it is it is a place where creative people can come, drink good beer, be weird, produce these amazing events, um, and bring experience to the world. Um, and when you meet Paul, it's a shame that he's not here because really he's he kind of embodies the personality of beer okay. Beer. All right. Um, but it's it's a special little place in the world that just kind of formed in the little corner of Ludlow, Kentucky, with this really yeah. driven guy with a big idea. Now, if I saw correctly, just to set the stage for some folks, Paul went to Ringling Brothers Clown College, yeah. toured with yeah. the greatest show on earth. And actually, the reason Paul cannot be with us tonight is he was called into clown duty uh, for an event, correct? That, yeah, uh, another Another event had their <laughs> beer sponsor cancel, and, and he told me, he's like, I've got to go. You know, I've got to go to this. I believe it was. He's out clowning. Tim. Drag brunch bingo or something <laughs> along those lines. And, yeah. 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 It's a, a very well-known guy in the community is putting together a pride, and he, he lost the sponsor. And very true to Paul and, and Birka's spirit, it is. We do anything that we can to get it done. So Would you call it a nice we'll jester? Do it. Oh, did it, where's the drum roll? Don't we have a drum roll here? So, a nice Nailed jester. Uh, yeah. The show must go on, as they say. Yeah, we're here exactly. with sound effects. We're just slow. Yeah. With yeah. It, in the next segment or two, you'll hear a drum roll. Yeah, we'll, we'll get there. We go. There we go. We got it. We did it. We did it. Yeah. Is, um, is there also a Birkus like venue in Belgium? I don't believe so. Okay. Um, there's, That's... there's a man who worked for a circus. Okay. Um, who came up with the idea of, of beer kiss. See? And, and Paul brought it to life. Okay. I'm going to actually take Brian and throw him directly under a bus. Yeah. Because that was a question you wrote. I should have let you ask it because I assumed by the writing there that there was a reason you asked that question. So uh, based upon my research, Tim, I, I thought that there was a possibility that there might be something like that, or that might even be a thing in Belgium that we were completely unaware of. Okay. So I had no idea That's just fine. based upon uh, looking into it. So I'm like, this may exist somewhere. The idea did happen in Belgium as far as I know. So, okay. Yeah. It so, could happen. It could happen. It could happen. <laughs> but for All some right. reason, it, it's only here in uh, Ludlow, Kentucky. And on that note, Jillian, why Ludlow, Kentucky? How how did uh, uh, Paul and Birkus and that end up in Kentucky? Um, he he found the Ludlow Theater, and he's such a genius when it comes to figuring out um, just how to make real estate work um, in the way that it needs to work for a business. That he has just figured out through. Uh, the availability of Ludlow, Kentucky uh, laws, how to bring this historic uh, theater back to life with tax credits and launching the investor program. And truly, he's kind of brought life back into Ludlow, Kentucky, because truly everybody else is kind of looking at Ludlow and going, what's in Ludlow? Why, why wow, Ludlow? What, what's Ludlow? Yeah, <laughs> that's and, you know, but that's not an uncommon theme for breweries. You know, they do that in the pub we were talking about, Brick Store Pub. Yeah. When they opened in, in I guess, 97 in Decatur, they were really a key meeting place to help revitalize the area there as well. So, you know, pe beer brings people together. Give people give people a the place Kennesaw, to gather. Nest, I'm right? in a historic building. Yes, that's, that's true. Right. You are. Yeah. 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 Multiple yeah, historic I mean, buildings, mm -hmm. actually. 
Oh. Pair it with circus too. You've got something that's just so adult, and then also something that's so family friendly, and also so kind of weird and interesting that it really works. It's, it's a really special little place. So, what's the story with the theater itself? The uh, the historic theater there was it always kind of a venue for circus and performing arts, or is this kind of a new thing with Birkus? Um, JD, I'm gonna let you kind of take the lead on this one, just because. Um, I am still learning. I <laughs> sure, okay, absolutely. For a couple of weeks, no. so JD's been around and, and knows all the ins and outs of all the details of historic kind of previous so, beer <laughs> I, I'm I may not know all the ins and outs, but the, but the gist of it was uh, for a long time Ludlow was like an entertainment center for this northern Kentucky Cincinnati area, and really there was a circus that was quite popular for quite some time. Uh, Ludlow kind of died off with some of the industrial change of time, right? And with that, the theater kind of went a little defunct and was kind of left uh, for some new opportunity. So Paul being this kind of crazy real estate investor, out of the box kind of, uh, I don't know, jack in the box might be the best kind of phrase for <laughs> <Okay>. Paul. <laughs> he, uh, he's come together and kind of put an opportunity for People to come and perform, like Jillian said, um, really the the driving goal, I think, is to bring new people new opportunities. So he's a big incorporator of people in the community that don't get some opportunities or maybe are economically disadvantaged, that sort of thing. He brings them in. He uses the circus as kind of a tool to open a worldview to some of these people and maybe set them on a path that's a little more appropriate for the rest of life. Um, so with that, the brewery is kind of an engine to that, right? We try to create some profitability so that we can continue these opportunity generations. And we look for investors that are interested in both the circus and the brewery. And we try to bring together some interested people that, you know, this is something different than anyone else offers. And we're not really looking for the same end goals that other people are offering. So Ludlow's kind of a, a unique spot. We're trying to bring more attention to this side of what I would call the greater Cincinnati area. Okay. Uh, but realistically, we're close by to everyone. You know, you come up here, you can go see the rest of the sites. You can go watch a ball game at the Great American Ballpark. You can go over and watch the Bengals play. You know, they're actually doing good. Great. Come, come watch. <laughs> yeah. You know, we love that. So then come across the river. We're just a stone's throw across the river. Come have a wood fire pizza. Come have a great beer. Interact with us. You know, somebody cool like you guys, maybe we'll do a collaboration brew. Maybe we'll do some sort See. of future endeavor. Smoke some gator together. Smoke you know? some gator. That's smoke right. some beers. <laughs> a whole gator smoke on whatever. a pizza. That's right. Yeah. There's no telling yeah. what to go on there. Now, JD, you mentioned something I wanted to ask about that. Uh, and Jillian, JD, this may be you know better for you. And Matt, I promise we won't ignore you. We will talk about. I'm, I'm having a great time getting this bit out of it. Good man, good. But um, I heard that, or I believe read that one of the driving factors of starting the brewery had to do with you know Paul saying, "Hey, wait a minute, circuses make most of their money on concessions. If we make the beer and provide it ourselves, that comes to us." Is that correct? Was one of the drivers providing concessions to the circus? Yeah, I mean, essentially, that's the name of the game, right? I'm, I've been brewing for over a decade now, and I'm providing concessions to anyone who's interested right. in imbibing. So what I get is a little bit more of a unique opportunity to convey my stuff to, like Jillian said, maybe some more family-oriented people 
I've evolved over these years. My my daughter Vienna is now eight years old plus. So, you know, we're working towards a different format of life. So this gives me some opportunity to be a little more widespread, a little bit more opportunistic. And Ludlow offers some unique opportunity. We're not kind of tied up in the intensity that the beer culture has in the greater Cincinnati area, but we can partake in some of that. So we get to drop some people over from there. But at the same time, we're kind of doing a very traditional and untraditional format. None of our beers are alike. Sounds pretty awesome. We yeah. got to get up there for that collab. We got to. Yes, we, we got to. <laughs> yeah. You are listening to the Beer Guys Radio Show. We need to take a quick break, but we'll be right back with more from Beerkus Brewing. most award-winning brewery east of the Mississippi has come to Atlanta. Iron Hill Brewery and Restaurant is now serving in Dunwoody at Perimeter Mall and in Buckhead on Peachtree near Phipps Plaza, serving a variety of menu items from a completely scratch kitchen plus craft beer brewed 10 feet from your table. You have to try their cheesesteak egg rolls paired with a signature craft beer. Iron Hill Brewery and Restaurant, serving Atlanta in Buckhead and Dunwoody. Drop in today or make a reservation or place a pickup or delivery order at ironhillbrewery.com. Brian and Tim, the beer guys. If you're like us, no lunch or dinner is complete without a pint or two of craft beer. Which is why Truck and Tap in downtown Woodstock, Alpharetta, and Duluth are always on our list. Tim, why do they call it Truck and Tap? Well, the tap part is easy, Brian. They've got 18 of them. As for the truck part, that's where it gets interesting. Truck and Tap features your favorite Atlanta-area food trucks, so you're getting a different menu every day. Truck and Tap in downtown Woodstock, Alpharetta, and Duluth. Truckandtap.com. Let them know that the beer guys sent you. Follow the Beer Guys on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. Next Friday is Hawaiian Shirt Day. So, you know, if you want to, go ahead and uh, wear a Hawaiian shirt and jeans. Now, back to the Beer Guys Radio Show. Welcome back to the Beer Guys Radio Show. I want to give a quick shout-out to one of our great radio affiliates, KCPX 1490 AM in Moab, Utah. Catch Beer Guys Radio on KCPX every Sunday at 3 p.m. Now let's get back to Beerkus Brewing. Jillian, I keep talking to you, but there's just so much interesting stuff here. I want to talk a little bit more, dive a little deeper into the circus aspect of things here. So what is an average weekend like at Birkus? What kind of acts are people going to see? What's going down at Birkus Brewing? It's uh, it's forever changing. Um, that's kind of the beauty of it. We do matinees um, every weekend. So two o'clock, we've got a show going on on Saturdays and Sundays. And then weekend evenings, we've generally got music um usually paired with circus as well um one of the things that paul has been able to do is connect with performers all over the world um and he has a little apartment above the the pizza kitchen and can bring people over to perform um so it's it's forever always changing um and and worth keeping an eye out because you know last week we had fire breathers and, and a lira hoop which is a suspended hoop from the ceiling um this week we've got a tightrope walker, um, and he he spins this metal cube thing that is just fascinating. Um, and we've got a hula hoop act, um, so it just kind of depends on on the weekend. Um, but two o'clock, come in on the weekend, and you're gonna you're gonna get a show and really good beer that and food if awesome. you want as well. <laughs> that sounds pretty. Now we have a favorite clown here. Uh, <laughs> do you know Puddles the clown? Puddles pity no. party. 
<laughs> okay. The, cl- the sad clown with the golden voice. Yes. Yeah. So Puddles was on. <gasps> I do. Okay. Know All right. There okay. we go. So I do know yeah. Puddles. Yep. So yep. Uh, he's in Atlanta. He's yep. an Atlanta-based clown. And uh, in addition to Puddles, he performs other a couple of other acts, but uh, is a uh, very good. And what I got a weird look from Nate, so I got to ask him. No, he's not going to tell me. Okay. But uh, Puddles the Clown, very yes. good, very beautiful voice, and uh, just a cool guy. Known for and he's six twenty. Yeah, he's about five nineteen at least. <laughs> yeah. And he's known. He went viral initially with uh, Lords Royals, with Lord's the, the cover, yeah. and he's done just a trillion covers. I was curious if he's performed there uh, in Ludlow. Like it seems like that might be his kind of venue. I mean, I'm gonna have to reach out for sure. Yeah, um, yeah. This yeah. this collaboration is getting better. Since most of them did not know we'll him, that he probably has not. Yeah, yeah, that's no, my no. guess. Yeah. We did. Uh, this was a little before my time, but I know we have had the great Jerry Springer as a ringmaster. So that's okay. a Cincinnati legend, there, isn't he? Uh, yeah, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Okay, absolutely. that's what I thought. Right? Does he wear the clown makeup, or is it just <laughs> just his normal? No, makeup. no, he he conducts <laughs> yeah. everything. You okay, know? lots of sequins. Lots of sequence. Beautiful. Was he the mayor of Cincinnati? Do I remember that right? At yeah. one, okay. All right. Now, Matt, they mentioned some fire breathing. Did you make your debut there? No, no. I've just been uh, practicing at home. Okay. You know? Setting in traffic, I'm not, practice. I'm not, I'm not ready to, you know, debut my skills just yet. I'm getting lessons. But uh, between that and then, like, we'll have a ton of performers that will, like, there's these big, long ropes. They're called silks, and they're just – crawling up they've got all the core strength in the world i would fall i yeah uh, it's it's a it's a crazy place you'd be sitting there on your laptop and drinking a beer and then turn around and somebody's just doing a handstand for practice and uh but not I just a handstand a handstand on top of a table that sounds yeah. on top of a barrel okay makes like, sense of course as yeah. comes in handy in the warehouse yeah, yeah exactly totally. really moving Absolutely. those barrels around so easily <laughs> Is it so? Is there a high percentage of people working at the brewery that are actually in the circus itself? I, uh, I'd say yeah. there's more. Yeah, there's more people that work in the circus as well than people that don't. I okay. think you're looking at the you're looking at the three that don't do circus. I got you. Okay. Ah, we picked right. well, I guess. That's it. Man. I don't know. So it's like you got to come here to see the clowns. If That's you want right. to see that, you got to come here. So. You know, we're not just circus, though. We do other things as well. And I'm wondering if Matt's actually uh, practicing his events for our uh, wrestling that we offer. During oh, yeah. Okay. That's more my so, speed. That's more yeah. my speed. Okay. So we we offer like a Mexican-style wrestling event that, you know, comes with the, the Northern Kentucky wrestling, so forth. Beautiful. So. You know, See? We, we hit all the buttons as far as that kind of stuff. So oh, any event we you gotta can go. think. We're interested in so I you know what unconventional it sounds like a lot of fun like I love just a good tap room your basic tap room but something unique like that count me in man beer and wrestling I can't wait to see Matt as a luchador in his in his unitard yeah more like same unitard Stone Cold Steve Austin smashing the beer cans together okay more more my speed but. You know, whatever whatever night calls for whatever character you got to be, you just got to do it. Yes. If you, you got to do what you got to do, man. If you're wearing the mask, you can just change the mask up and be a different character each night, you know. So yeah. that, there is that, you know. It's a little easier that way. But uh, nothing saying. You want to be in yeah, circuit. nothing saying you got to wear Where's it all that? the time, though. Be who you want to be. Well, J.D., let's talk a little bit about beer here because I hear that is also a part of the circus there. So um absolutely what, what's your background and inspiration what do you like to brew and what's happening at, at, at beer Kiss? 
so what I love about brewing with beer kiss is I've been doing this for a long time, a little over a decade, and I've brewed in, I don't know, seven states and two countries. I, I brewed for a time in India, and it doesn't get any weirder or more unconventional even in the circus. So I think that that I draw my inspiration from all over, but this is a platform where we really have kind of an eclectic group of people coming in that can enjoy stuff from all over. So we have very traditional style beers. Uh, you know, we've got a clean cut Kolsch. We've got a nice uh, Pilsner. We've got some other stuff. We've got a Schwarz beer. We've got a gambit of beers that way. Uh, Vienna style lager, of course. But then we've also got some very unconventional beers. You know, we've got a fruited Kolsch with some uh, guava in it. We've got something like uh, some barrel aged options. Uh, we've got a Belgian dark strong currently. Um, you know, we've just got a wide variety of different styles. Uh, one of our most popular is like a fruited Berliner Weiss. So we just have an eclectic group of people. They pick and choose all over and I get to partake in that. So that's kind of my fun. I'm kind of curious about brewing in India. What's what's that like? That's got to have some really unique challenges to it. Were you brewing like the styles that you would be brewing here or was it uh, a lot more towards lagers and things like that? Yeah, so we have like a a Belgian style wit here called Miss Patterson. That would have been a really popular beer over in India. Uh, the majority of craft beer drinkers over there were looking for Hefeweizen, Belgian wit. I mean, those were the majority of all styles. So IPAs are are just kind of coming on board as people get used to maybe the bitterness that they expect. And that, that a lot of that comes with New England style IPAs. So they're just getting into that um this couple years ago of course so things are probably changing rapidly but belgium belgium wit and hefeweizen by far the biggest sellers so not the biggest movers here you know so right. we're kind of blending some yeah. of that culture together now uh jd if i'm not mistaken there is a craft beer scene in india and it's growing is that correct oh absolutely like yeah. uh i i spent my time over there with i think the second oldest craft beer uh, brewery over there and you know they were popping up like crazy after after my time there and there's just a lot of great talent that's coming in because there's a lot of opportunity but it's a very unusual place you know it's it's unlike anywhere else in the world and yeah uh i wouldn't trade my time there for anything but kind of being able to blend some of that unique experience with what we can offer and paul bringing in these other uh people from other places in the world for talent it's really fun to get their inspiration as performers and just kind of take something and move on with it that way. So, you know, it, it's unusual. It was challenging, but there's plenty of challenges here for any brewer out there. That's, that's pretty cool. That it's is not, very cool. That, yeah. And I only knew about the India thing because a while ago, you know, after our radio show, we do put the show out as a podcast and our host added this service called, I think it's Ghana, G-A-A-N-A, which apparently is, sort of the Spotify Apple Music equivalent in India. Oh, okay. And I'm like, sure, go ahead and put us out there. We actually saw a pretty good spike of listeners in India, so I did a little research and they've got there's this Facebook group called Friends of Froth that is about <laughs> the, Yeah, okay. about the India I, I know John. Yeah, okay. I've okay. met him many times, so yeah. yeah, I mean, we used to crack beers together quite often, so yeah. Okay, cool. So yeah, but yeah, I just kind a, of he's a man. Yeah. I kind of went around on there and saw what was going on and found out Craft beer is it's big over there's there. stuff going on over there's there. There's a lot of people to drink beer there over is. there, Tim. And Brian, Nate tells me we're out of time, so we're going <sighs> to take a break. You're listening to the Beer Guys Radio Show, and we will be right back with more from Beerkus Brewing.
Have you visited Ironmonger Brewing recently? Take a trip and see the newly renovated and spacious tap room or enjoy the outdoors in their new beer garden with plenty of seating and shade to ease that summer sun. Ironmonger's tap room has a variety of craft beer and hard seltzer on tap with wine and spirits coming soon. Ready for a bit of adventure? Try out axe throwing with Ironmonger's 16 target range. It's a perfect spot for some quick fun or to host your next party or corporate event. So grab your friends and have some fun today at Ironmonger Brewing. Have you ever thought about owning your own brewery but don't know what it takes to get one built? We're Storytime Construction, and we build breweries. We're Georgia's most experienced and hands-on contractors when it comes to building new breweries and tap rooms or expanding existing breweries. We offer full build-outs, remodeling, and additions, as well as consulting and construction management. Give us a call at 770-733-4343. Storytime Construction. We build breweries. Follow the Beer Guys on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. Back off, man. I'm a scientist. Now, back to the Beer Guys Radio Show. Welcome back to the Beer Guys Radio Show. If you enjoy the show, please consider supporting us on Patreon. Just go to patreon.com slash beerguys. Patrons get cool perks like Beer Guys swag and commercial-free episodes. Now let's get back to Berkus Brewing. Berkus Brewing. Berkus. I did it wrong. Berkus Brewing. Yes, exactly. So, Matt, we want to talk to you some, sir. You are the sales manager. At Birkus, correct. Is that your official title? Do you have a, a crazy circus-related title? You know, like when we were making the business cards, Jillian came hard with that yeah, acrobat title, and I'm like, I don't know what I'm going to do. You're like, lo- I, okay. You know, I'm going to have to be sales manager until we can put some real thought into it. So as of right now, I'm just the sales manager. Sales manager. Until, so- until something worthy of the title comes along, that is that is my given title. Fair enough. Yep. You Fire know- breather. That's it. If I if I can master fire breather, first off, if I gave you my card and it said fire breather and I gave you beer samples, you better buy. Like yeah, yeah exactly. Like, that would be. Is this a threat? Again. It does sound yeah. like a threat. Yeah. yeah, I will drive down to Georgia and breathe fire. See, <laughs> fair enough, man. That seems like a good. Everybody has their own creative sales tactics, Matt, and that one sounds like it could be effective. I feel like I'm the only one doing that. Yes, literally the only one. He's gonna have his own Dell Carnegie series soon about. <laughs> You breathe know, fire and breathe uh, fire and influence to increase people? yourself yeah. through fire. Yes. <laughs> Matt, you know, the, my the own beard Tony needs Robbins to look speech. like yours. <laughs> What's that, Jillian? But his beard needs to look like yours. Oh, oh yeah. 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 There, this is a few accidents. You know, I used to have a big red beard. I was okay. going to say, every time I get too close to fire, I get a little nervous. So. And, and see, Matt, that's unusual because I know a lot of people who've like gone into beer, brewing and beer, and the beard, it seems like the beard and the hair will get longer. Uh, like we have a friend who came from the wine industry and he, like I saw his picture just before he left wine and his hair's all, tra- it's like a little longer, like shoulder length, but it's pulled back and he's in a button down and he's all prom. And now you see him and the beard is 37 feet long. Yeah. The hair goes down the middle of his back. So That's no, I, I was a hundred percent worried when I, when I came on with beer kiss and I, I met JD and I'm like, can this guy even brew? He doesn't have a beard. That's <laughs> yeah. a staple in the uh. industry. So no, despite his uh, you know lack of beard, he, he, he makes a pretty good beard. That's it. He'll make up for lack. Of, that's why Brian has to carry such a big beard, is because I can't grow one. Yeah. So he's got to have enough beard for both of us. I'm bearding for enough. two, basically. Bearding for two. Yeah. I'm bearding for two. Yeah. <laughs> well, Matt, uh, Beerkus beers. Uh, you mentioned you're kind of revitalizing, revamping, relaunching out there. Kind of tell us what your plan is and and what's happening on that front. 
Sure, sure. So, um, you know, the, we're in a new world as far as beer buying and beer selling, you know, coming out of the pandemic, people are starting to utilize avenues that they weren't a year ago, two years ago, you know, outside patios used to be the thing. People can go inside now. Things that we're selling aren't selling now. It's It changes so quickly. So trying to stay fresh with that um, is, is key. But I mean, having the the awesome support at the at back at the, the tap room and um, kind of the shows, that's a no brainer. I can get people to uh, buy my beer with the, the cool story attached to it. But, uh, you know, coming out of the pandemic, you know, we, we realized our challenges and getting back into the market, but we actually did because of our entertainment value, we did really well during the pandemic. So we're now getting back into the, you know, the world as it should have been. And, you know, we're, we're doing a few things, you know, we have our own canning line, which is great and, uh, makes it a little easier to be organic with the things that we can do. Um, we're doing, uh, specialty beers. We have the ability to do specialty labels. You know, not a lot of the bigger breweries can offer things like that. You know, if you wanted to make a beer uh, specifically for, you know, an account, I have the ability to do that. So there's so much competition then, uh, across the river in Cincinnati. And we're such a big, you would think, saturated market, but that never, you know, uh, changes. Um, we're always busy. And then in Ludlow and uh, close to Covington and Newport, that's just right across the river in Cincinnati. So a lot of competition trying to stay relevant is key for us. So. Um, we just got in Kentucky, the ability to be self distribution again. Um, that's awesome for us, you know, being as small as we are, you know, throwing your, your rock into a big pond with a distribution partner is always tough. So we can, like I said, being able to offer things that bigger guys can't. So we're, we're excited to be self distribution. We have a little more uh, presence with the account and that goes a long way. So we're excited there. Um, you know, once we get, uh, you know, uh, a, a few more investors and uh, get another good year under our belt, we're going to be moving down to a new uh, building. We have another building about less than a mile down the way along the Ohio River. And uh, that's going to be, what do you think, five times as big as our current property. So it's got a lot of uh, potential. We're going to be able to increase uh, the space that JD works in and, you know, get a, a much bigger cold storage unit. It's uh, we're stacking kegs, fellas. It's oh, it's yeah, a tight right. it's a tight fridge. So um, you know, um, that's why we need a strong man. You know, circus thing right there, right? Um, but uh, like I said, with the canning line, we get to do a lot of cool stuff. Um, we're excited there. We have another a little tap room down in Covington, which is the next town over from us. That helps expand our reach, uh, where we make awesome pizzas and pour awesome beer. Um, we have a lot of cool new beers coming down the pipeline. Um, you know, we're doing a lot of cool stuff. We talked about it during the break um, with our barrel aging program. It doesn't hurt being in Kentucky with, uh, you know, 80% of the bourbon producing world in our backyard. Yeah. Um, so we got some cool stuff coming out. Um, we're hoping to get with a few different uh, distilleries. But right now, um, we're going to do some cool stuff dropping soon with Boone County. Um, we're excited there. Um, you know, it's, uh, you, you're not wrong. There's, there's no wrong, uh, choice for a stout in the summer. So we're, I'm trying to get us to get those taps soon. So a lot of things down the pipeline. Um, Jillian has been, like I said, our marketing acrobat and, uh, currently rebranding our most popular beer, our light lager. And, uh, there's a really cool story behind that. It's not just our light lager anymore. We call it Hey Rube, which, uh, <laughs> uh, means that two circus people are about to throw hands. 
Uh, oh. All right, all right. Circus I'll fights. I'll, I'll Circus fights. Explain it. I'll let Julian explain it. Okay. okay. It's just, it's very particular, <laughs> if, and and Paul would do the same. He'd interrupt you if, if you were here because it's not necessarily two circus people. It's whenever somebody associated with the circus or the carnival uh, is in a predicament, generally at a bar, and they need backup. They will yell, "Hey, Rube!" and everybody from the circus or the carnival or wherever they work comes running for backup. Circus so. Fight. Circus See, yes, everybody needs the circus mafia. Yeah, yes. everybody should have a crowd where you can say, "Hey Rube, whatever, hey Rube, hey, Rube. whatever your hey Rube is." <laughs> and if I'm ever at your place and I yell, "Smoke all bones, all bones," I want all staff to just <laughs> just everybody comes piling out of the kitchen. There. All right, I'll yeah. see if I can arrange that. I'm imagining guys running in on stilts, people like bouncing and balls coming in to yeah. fight. You know, and, oh, this is yeah. fantastic. The but juggler that's, is just whipping pins. Yes, right at your head. I don't know yes. what kind of backup you got coming. You know? <laughs> I personally want to come the to fun. your brewery and then like push someone and yell at it <laughs> and then just step away and and watch it go down. So probably not a nice thing to do, a but car, it'd be a great show. A car will pull up out front and three clowns will get out. Eighty three. Which blades? <laughs> All of yeah. Don't pick wrestling. Now. Bad idea. Don't do that. It sounds like a great idea to me, Matt. That sounds like a good idea to me. But, oh, man. Stuff. You know, I would to uh, mention Oat. Juggalo. Juggalo. Yes. They have a beer called Oat. Yes. And again, greatest thing, Matt. Absolutely the greatest thing in the world. Juggalo. Uh, uh, homage to the insane clown posse, the ICP, is the can magnetic? <laughs> is it? I, I don't know if that would be good for the flavoring. I hope not. Um, okay. JD probably explain a little bit more on the recipe. I'm just really good at uh, drinking them, and we just can't. Fair enough. So uh, it's yeah. this time of the year's release. So um, I'm waiting to sell it. It's uh, it's next week's uh, thing to do. Okay. Is 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 bring. Uh, Juggalo's back to the Northern Kentucky market. So, JD, two-part question. Tell us about Juggalo, and do you do it in various Fago Pop flavors? Uh, we do not do the various flavors, okay. but that that is an avenue for me to explore. I, <laughs> I do have a few options with some flavors coming up, so nice. that might be the, uh, the beer that gets experimented with here, but... Uh, no, it, I would say all our beers are magnetic, man. What are you talking about? Okay, you put it in your enough. hand, you don't want to put it down. <laughs> right, right there. Well, well, that I makes mean, sense. I can't argue with that. No, I can't. We all thank you for joining us. We greatly appreciate it. It's been an awesome time learning about Birkus Brewing. Jillian, if people want to learn even more about Birkus, what's the best way for them to do that? Uh, yeah, you can follow us on Instagram uh, at Birkus Beer. Uh, you can also go to uh, Birkus.com and follow along all of with all of our weird events that we have going on um, and all of our new releases. Um, but Instagram is probably going to be your best first line of defense to figuring out when the newest Fago Juggalo is releasing. Beautiful. <laughs> awesome. <laughs> Matt, Jillian, Brewmaster JD, thank you all so much for joining us. Thank, thank you. you. Thank you for having us, guys. Absolutely. Absolutely. Well, that about wraps it up, Brian, for this episode of the Beer Guys Radio Show. Join us next week. We're going to have a panel discussion of random topics. Right? We are. We're going to have a discussion. You're listening to the Beer Guys Radio Show. For more craft beer info, follow us online. We are Beer Guys Radio on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. Thanks for tuning in. Have a great week, and don't forget to drink local. Cheers. Cheers.